brisk winter day in Chicago, we come together again on a day where things were a bit difficult, I guess, for some. Last Sunday, probably a little bit harder for some to come to church because of the snow. And both Sundays, both of our services, fairly full, especially today. On this Sunday, you were, had a special treat because aside from the Artoclasia, so graciously offered yearly by the Papadi Society, the ladies of Messinia, you also had a rare gospel reading, one that is well known, the parable of the talents, but one that is rarely read in church on Sundays. And it's only read on years when Pascha falls very late. This year, because Pascha, as you know, is not until May, May 2nd, because Pascha falls late, there are a few Sundays where we have Gospels that are not read on other years because we would normally be beginning the Triodion by now. And we would have the readings of the Triodion on Sundays and beginning the Gospels that are pre-Lenten and Lenten. And so today, because we have this space, the Church prescribes the parable of the talents. You know that parables are the way that Christ taught those around him about the kingdom of heaven, what paradise is like, what it takes to get to paradise, and so on and so forth. And today we have one of those parables, and many people know this gospel, this reading, and they connect it usually to money. And the reality is that it has very little to do with money. In fact, perhaps some of the clergy, some of us priests, Perhaps it's a bit our fault because many times when priests or, or parish councils talk about stewardship, they use this gospel. And although there can be a correlation, this parable is really very little to do with money. A talent, of course, was what we would call today, we can compare it to the gold standard. Talent, A talent, one talent, was a currency that was heavy, still like silver or gold. And in the gospel, we hear that one person was given five talents. They say that five talents, one talent was 10 years salary. So five talents, 50 years salary, a lifetime of working. And of course, we know that the ruler came back and asked for his debt to be settled. And mind you, many times we say the ruler gave them talents. In the gospel, it doesn't say he gave it to them. It says he entrusted them with his talents. The way that God entrusts us with different gifts or people in our lives. And sometimes we say things like, God has taken this away from me, when in fact it wasn't ours to begin with. Like the, per like the people in the story, we are entrusted gifts in our life. And all the years that go by that we celebrate these gifts, we rarely thank him for them. And then when we lose one of these gifts in our life, the first thing we do is blame him. All of us, the priests too, we fall into the, we, we are all the same. I try to remind myself and all of you that the church, all of us are the same, we're struggling. We have problems and sins and shortcomings and weaknesses. And the idea of the church is that all of us are trying our best to become better. I say it and I'll say it again, the church is not a museum full of saints. It's a hospital full of people who 
problem, all of us. If we're perfect, we have no need of this place. It's because we are imperfect that we need this place. And we find ourselves here, thank God, surrounded by the saints and the angels. And each opportunity we have in the liturgy, it is intended that we are transformed. If we really understood what it meant that for this hour and a half, two hours sitting in these pews, that we were literally surrounded by the angels and the saints. We would leave this place differently and become different in the world and change those around us. For this gospel is about using the gifts that we are given and making the world a better place. It is about spiritual currency and the potential that all of us have to do great things and to become great like the saints. And if that happened, if all of us were using, were growing spiritually, everything else good would come. Our goal is to deal with the difficult things in life with dignity as Christians, to be known as Christians. I've told you this before as well. The Christians in the first centuries were known by their love. People would see someone that would do something loving and they would say, I bet they are a Christian. And I wonder today how we are recognized, how people look at us as Orthodox Christians. Do they say they must be Orthodox because they are doing good things? I hope so. I hope that all of us have the opportunity to use the gifts that God gives us and to do better and better things.